Welcome to Phil Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole. This is an embarrassment of this face. What? What's the matter, shit? You got wax in your ears. Hello and welcome to Phil Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want with the how deal the constant antics of Derek Batacek. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Phil Interrupted. I'm glad to have you guys tuning back in. I know it's been a little while since I've uh, released an episode, but we're back here live today on the pre-recorded show. Uh, I'm excited to be back, and I've got a, a topic that I think you guys will find pretty interesting and pretty funny, as I'm already laughing already. So today's topic is going to be about an astronaut named Lisa Nowak. I don't know how familiar you guys are with this uh, this story. Some of you, just hearing that name, may have said, oh my god, I remember this, that was crazy. And some of you go, I have no idea what, Phil, you are talking about at this very second. So let me explain. Lisa Nowak, as I said before, was an astronaut, right? She worked for NASA. But before we get into that part of her career, uh, you know, let's take a step back and find out who Lisa was uh, before all the controversy and uh, ridiculousness uh, hit her life. You know, cause, all right, bear with me, people here. I'm sort of trying to do a little foreshadowing. The story gets absolutely ridiculous of what happened to this woman. And I got a lot of clips to play from the internet that I've pulled and chopped up. And I think you're going to enjoy. But before I get into the, I'm already laughing, into the ridiculousness of what happens to this poor woman's life, or maybe she deserved it. I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about her life before she became a punchline. So bear with me. We're going to get to the funny stuff soon. But let's dive down into the background of Lisa Nowak. She was born on May 10th, 1963, in Washington, D.C. Lisa was uh, very interested in the space program from the time she was about six years old. She would watch the Apollo moon landings, and she found them absolutely thrilling, and just, it blew her mind that we'd be able to walk on the moon, and it was something like, you know, as a kid, I want to be an astronaut. It was something that she was like, I absolutely think this is fascinating. Uh, and, and she followed the space program, uh, the shuttle missions. We all remember when the shuttle would actually go up to like the International Space Station, all that. Now now we don't have the, the shuttle program anymore. Uh, NASA scrapped it, and uh, I don't really know what NASA is doing right now. I guess they're planning a mission to Mars. But, um, yeah, they're not doing the shuttle anymore. That's kind of, I guess, ancient history. Uh, but anyway, she was really into the uh, the shuttle program, uh, especially the introduction of women. When women became a part of the space program, she thought that was awesome, you know, growing up. Uh, she graduated, uh, and she ended up receiving her Bachelor of Science for Aerospace Engineering uh, from the United States Naval Academy in 1985. She also earned her Master of Science degree in Aeronautical Engineering and a degree in Aeronautical and Aeronautical Engineering in 1992 from the U.S. Naval Postgraduate School. So this is obviously a very, very... 
uh, high-achieving woman. This woman is doing great for herself. Aeronautical degrees, engineering. So off, she's off to a smashing uh, success in her life, you know? She's doing great. She's got this awesome education. So she's doing awesome. And in 1987, she becomes a naval flight officer. Uh, she flies all sorts of aircraft, and she's a very talented pilot, um, as well as engineer, which we talked about before. She's she's flying uh, the EA-7L and the ERA-3B aircraft. I have no idea what those are. Uh, she's performing uh, exercises with jamming uh, uh, radar systems and missile profiles. In 1993, she's selected uh, to be an aerospace engineering duty officer. And to attend the Naval Test Pilot School. I mean, she is like top-notch. This is what you strive for if you are going into this type of career. She is obviously achieving much higher than most people. She is an outstanding student. She is an outstanding pilot. And she is being rewarded with all these great offers and all these different schools and different things that she's doing throughout the Naval Academy. She ended up logging over 1,500 hours of flight in over 30 different types of aircraft during her career in the Navy. I'm not sure you guys understand that. 30 different types of aircraft. That's absurd. That is a lot of different aircraft that you were able to understand. That All the cockpit controls and everything are slightly different on all different types and I'm, I am thoroughly impressed by that. 30. That is pretty awesome. And over 1,500 hours. She was awarded various uh, medals during her time in the Navy. So, needless to say, this woman's a success. I think we've identified that, right? She's doing pretty damn good in her life. She ends up being selected to be an astronaut in 1996. And she enters NASA's Astronaut Corps at the Johnson Space Center in Florida. With all the skills that she possessed, she uh, qualified to be a mission specialist in robotics. She ended up going into space on July 4th, 2006, uh, and went to the International Space Station. Uh, Nowak served as the mission flight engineer, and she operated the shuttle's robotic arm during several of the spacewalks. And this is pretty incredible. She ended up logging almost 13 days in space. 13 days, like that's pretty damn cool. For all the work that she did on these missions, she was awarded the NASA Space Flight Medal. Again, like I said before, very successful, uh, overachieving. She's doing a really fantastic job at her career. Unfortunately, we get to the year 2007. Lisa Nowak, um, she makes a mistake that will haunt her career and her personal life. I mean, I think until the day she dies. This is what I was foreshadowing earlier. This is where the story gets totally absurd. Lisa Nowak is most famous. I mean, how do I even start with this? Okay. She entered into a relationship with a fellow astronaut. Keep in mind, she had her own family. When she entered into this relationship, she had three children with another man she was married to. Uh, she had twin daughters, I believe, and a son. I, I could be incorrect on that, but she had ch- children with this this guy. And she started having an affair with a fellow astronaut. 
and I think he may have been married to at the time. I kind of forget, but he ends up uh, ending their affair after about two years or so. And this was very hush-hush. People did not know about this. This would be a very big no-no, obviously. Two years into it, he ends the relationship. He says it took him a little while, but he had to... These affairs can be very complicated, people, and it took him a while to get her off his back, I guess you could say, and it took him a while to uh, to stop the affair. So slowly but surely, he stopped it after two years. He started seeing a new person. The new person that he was seeing was U.S. Air Force Captain Colleen Shipman, and the astronaut that she, uh, um, <clears throat> that Lisa Nowak was seeing his name was William Offaline. Offaline. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his name because I'm terrible at people's names. Uh, so he wanted to end things with Lisa and uh, be with this this woman, Colleen Shipman, right? Needless to say, Lisa Nowak was not at all happy about this. This is where Lisa Nowak's life takes a dramatic turn. <laughs> a dramatic turn from all the success that she's had and things Totally, totally change. Essentially, Lisa Nowak decided that she was, uh, I mean, nobody knows quite for sure, but she drove about a thousand miles from Houston, Texas to Orlando, Florida, and she tried to uh, reach Colleen Shipman, who was arriving in an Orlando, Florida airport. She came there with disguises and all sorts of paraphernalia that looked like she was going to kidnap and possibly murder Colleen. This is such a dramatic fall for a very successful astronaut. And she became the ultimate punchline in America, in uh, the news media, and especially on late night talk shows and every everybody was poking fun at her. And the main reason that everybody poked fun with her, because it's not funny that she was trying to kidnap somebody or murder them. Okay? That's not a laughing matter. What was funny about this is it is rumored that apparently when she drove from Houston, Texas to Orlando, Florida, that she wore space diapers. <laughs> Space diapers, right? That's preposterous. Space diapers, we're going to get into what space diapers are in just a couple minutes. But before we get into that, I actually want to play you all these different news, highlight reel, uh, breaking news kind of things that all these news networks were doing. And this, We're talking the major networks, ABC, NBC, CNN, Fox, everybody was covering this story in 2007. Everybody wanted a piece of this amazing astronaut that has now uh, fallen onto hard times and is a total disgrace. Everybody wanted to jump on the story, especially when they found out that she was wearing diapers. Because that just takes it to a whole nother level of absolute absurdity. So listen to these... Uh, these all these news broadcasts and things like that just poking fun at her and it's i don't even know how to describe it just take a listen to this guys and i think you'll get an idea of of the kind of media scrutiny that this woman was under 
A NASA astronaut at the center of a twisted tale of love, jealousy, and attempted murder. Full details coming up. We now have an ABC News 2020 exclusive. You may remember that shocking astronaut love triangle story when a female astronaut went rogue driving a thousand miles in a diaper to terrorize the woman who was seeing the astronaut she loved. It was the story a lot of people remember for one notorious detail, what became a national punchline. Astronaut Lisa Nowak driving halfway across the country, allegedly wearing diapers to confront the woman she thought of as her rival. Lisa Nowak, astronaut in training. Lisa Nowak, suspect facing some serious charges. Accomplished women, yeah, even rocket scientists can be overcome by affairs of the heart. And when it comes to men, we can all get a little wacky. So don't get me wrong, Lisa Nowak's methods, at least according to the police, are not something I endorse. Step away from the pepper sprays, honey, okay? It was a fairly elaborate plan, and we believe that uh, she was probably going to try to kidnap the victim and, uh, you know, possibly do uh, serious bodily harm. In fact, Lisa Nowak is a star of the U.S. space program. Like all astronauts, she's an American hero of epic proportions. 43-year-old Lisa Marie Nowak. In a virtual heartbeat, the media swarm churns up humiliating details. Lisa Nowak drove 1,000 miles wearing a diaper. Admits to spraying Shipman with pepper spray. Imagine wearing a diaper all day without changing it. <laughs> Must have felt like one of Britney Spears' kids, you know? <laughs> in a situation like this, though, what did she have? So she had pepper spray and a BB gun and a bunch of cash and adult diapers. Paris Hilton takes that on dates all the time. I don't think there's anything inherently oh, wrong you, are you bucking, like that. Are you bucking to assist in the defense in this case? I, I, can't, I can't even believe what I'm hearing. When you think of astronauts, you think of high achievers. But we can't forget that these are just plain folks. Sometimes just crazy, jealous, murderous, plain folks. Oh, hell hath no fury as a woman who's moonstruck. Airport surveillance cameras pick up Noack in a black coat, staking out the baggage area. Well, the only way I can describe it is just the willies. Like, somebody's watching me. For more than 90 minutes, security cameras record Lisa Noack stalking her unwitting victim. Suddenly, she changes into a disguise, a white trench coat and a black wig. Colleen boards the parking lot shuttle as a security camera records Lisa Nowak following her out. I really thought for sure she was going to, you know, murder me and, you know, I didn't even want to say it. Listen, this woman ultimately might be a moron, but if we started locking up people in Orange County, Orlando, Florida for being morons, you know, brave, pretty, bright, brilliant American astronaut brought low, you know, disgraced, laughing stock. I mean, this was the fastest media uptake you've ever seen in your life and resulted in a media circus. What do you have to say to all those kids who look up to you? Including that bizarre behavior of driving from Houston all the way to Orlando in her car without stopping and urinating in diapers to meet this, this victim at the airport at a certain time in the parking lot. All of this adds up to intent to kill. Dave McDaniel continues our live team coverage. And Dave, this was a case with so many bizarre angles.
Well, you know, absolutely. You know, you think about a cross-country trip by car to apparently confront a romantic rival who was coming in on a flight from the same city that you drove in from. And you hear, you have all these disguises, supposedly. And you're talking about an astronaut, somebody who has an occupation of such high esteem, going to an airport to supposedly confront the other woman. Then you got prosecutors saying that a good part of the scheme caught on camera. The strange case of a diaper-wearing NASA astronaut driving from Texas to Florida to allegedly confront and kidnap a romantic rival has taken another strange turn. Newly released documents in the case against Lisa Nowak show that a police search of Nowak's car turned up a computer disk containing bondage images, British currency, and pills. Some of the bondage images showed a nude woman. There were photos and drawings. It's not clear whether any of the images show Nowak. Oh, that is just brutal, the assaults on her. I mean, people, the news media had fun with this. Uh, but here's here's what she had in the car with her. You heard a little bit of it uh, in the all those different news broadcasts. But here's what she had in the car with her. She packed latex gloves, a black wig, a BB pistol. I guess it's a sort of fake, like a real gun, I guess. And ammunition, pepper spray, a hooded tan trench coat, a two-pound drilling hammer, black gloves, four feet of rubber tubing, plastic garbage bags, approximately $585 in U.S. cash, a laptop, an eight-inch Gerbert folding knife, and several other items. Now, Colleen Shipman said that after arriving the Orlando airport, that she was aware that somebody was following her uh, to the airport satellite parking area. And there's all sorts of uh, you know, closed caption footage within the airport. And you definitely see Lisa Nowak like in different disguises, like, like, like almost hunting her, you know, like following her around the baggage claim, clearly doing stalking, clearly with the intent to do kidnapping or perhaps some sort of harm to her romantic rival. So when Colleen Shipman the victim got to her car. Uh, she heard running footsteps and she quickly locked the door. However, Noak slapped into the window, smashed it down and tried to open the car door. She asked for a ride and then she started crying. So she's acting insane. Like she's totally off her rocker. Uh, Shipman rolled down the window a couple of inches, kind of maybe feeling sorry for her, not sure, not sure what to do. And then Noak sprayed pepper spray into her car, trying to incapacitate her. Shipman quickly, you know, shook that off and drove out of the parking lot booth. And then uh, police were summoned. And very, very quickly, uh, Lisa was arrested by the local Orlando police uh, authorities. And as they were uh, obtaining her or whatever, arresting her, I guess you could say, uh, they observed Lisa throwing a bag into the trash at the parking shuttle bus stop. So she's trying to, you know, hide some of the evidence. She ends up being charged with attempted kidnapping, battery, attempted vehicle burglary with battery, and destruction of evidence. They even try to get her with a murder charge later. The The prosecutors go forward with that. However, uh, it gets to a point where judges, they can't indict her on that because... You can't say for sure that she was going to murder her. She had a lot of things with her that were very suggestive of a kidnapping um, and maybe a hostage type situation and even possibly murder. But there's no definitive proof to say for sure 
uh, that she was going to kill her. So that that's a very hard thing to stick unless you have really concrete evidence. You can't just accuse somebody of murder because you say somebody uh, attacks somebody with a pen or something. You can't say, oh, for sure they were going to kill him with that pen. It's it. That's a bad. That's a really bad example. But it's very hard to uh, accuse somebody of murder without the very very clear intent. And she obviously had. Uh, hostile intentions in this, but hard to prove that she was actually going to commit murder. So let's take a step back here and hear uh, more famous comedians making fun of Lisa Nowak. We got uh, Conan, we got David Letterman, we got Leno, I mean, we've got Kimmel, we got all these guys just tearing Lisa Nowak, a new asshole. So check out some of these uh, clips here. All right. I know I've already talked about this, but I, I, I just cannot get over this whole astronaut story. Uh, I want to I it's just so crazy. NASA astronaut Lisa Nowak, as I said, she fell so in love with fellow astronaut Bill Offaline that she drove 900 miles to confront his other girlfriend. Can you imagine it driving 900 miles to wreak vengeance wearing a diaper? As you know, she went to court yesterday and was released in her own incontinence. So she was, when they apprehended her, she was wearing a wig and an adult diaper. And there's a lot of confusion because originally authorities thought she was Elton John. Noack's lawyer makes a futile attempt to quell the national laugh riot by denying the diaper story saying the diapers found in her car were her kids. I think she's being picked on because she, in fact, is a person who is an achiever. A woman who, who's willing to wear a diaper so you don't have to pull over in the car, I would marry that yeah. woman. That's, <laughs> that, to me, is a keeper. Yeah. I, <laughs> brutal. Absolutely brutal, the things they're saying about her. Pretty funny, but brutal. So let's take a step back here, and let's, uh, let's actually explore the space diaper okay the space diaper they call it the maximum absorbency garment but let's be honest about it people it's 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 a diaper a lot of people call it the space pooper so let's find out why people actually use astronauts use these space diapers uh when astronauts are sitting in the space shuttle when they used to do that program they'd be strapped to their seats and they'd be ready to go but they could experience very very long delays Sometimes these delays would take hours. They're on the launch pad or when they're going to do re-entry back into Earth's atmosphere. There can be delays. Things go on that can take a long time. And when this happens, they, you can't just get off your seat. You're sort of strapped in. This is it. You know, it's like when you're on an airplane, they begin like, they're like, okay, we're beginning our initial descent, you know, and the, the seatbelt sign flashes. You have to go sit back down. You can't just go running around the aisles or go to the bathroom it's time to go sit back down. The flight attendants make you sit down. That's it. You're strapped in for the next 45 minutes, whatever it is, during your initial descent until you land. That's just like the requirements of being on a normal flight. So imagine being an astronaut and you're coming in from outer space or you're about ready to take off. It's like three, four G's, three, four thousand zillion G's that you're about to, uh, you know, your body is about to take. And uh, it's it's off the charts, it's intense, and obviously you're going to be strapped to your seat. They're not going to let you be running around. So you're stuck there, and uh, you could be stuck there for hours, like I said. One of the most famous, famous cases of this is right off the bat when NASA was first getting into space exploration 
exploration, exploration, and we were putting people out into outer space. One of the first people was Alan Shepard, right? So it was discovered that while he was waiting inside his Mercury capsule on May 5th, 1961, waiting his, uh, his mission launch, he was going to be the first American to reach space and the first astronaut to, uh, to, uh, to take a piss inside his, his, uh, his suit. There were various technical problems, and Shepard was stuck inside of his capsule for too long. He called his buddy Gordon Cooper, another member of this legendary Mercury 7 crew. And he calls him, and this is what he says. This is Shepard. He says, Gordo. Gordo says, go, Alan. Shepard. Man, uh, I gotta pee. And Gordo says, you what? Shepard says, you heard me. I've gotta pee. I've been up here forever. Uh, But he couldn't just go. And he had been stuck there for hours and hours. And imagine the excitement. Okay. A lot of us, when we go on a normal flight, okay, a normal airplane flight, somewhere, commercial flight, a lot of people have to take a piss. Or even some people get, they got to poop. They got to do number two. Maybe even diarrhea. You're a little nervous about your flight. It's not something you do every day. I totally get it. You've got to use the bathroom. I totally understand, right? Imagine if you're going to be blasted off into space, and imagine if you're like the first person to do it. I would imagine that your bowels are a disaster. He's got serious Mr. Bowel problems. He's going to be going left and right. He's a professional. He has been training. He is obviously the top of the top, the best of the best. And this is this is what he's been trained to do for for eons. But still, Mother Nature calls, right? You got to take a piss. You got to take a piss. You know, you got to go. You got to go. That's the saying. So he's like, I got to pee. And the medical team is like, uh, uh, what? No, sorry, Bob, dude, because they're worried about his the liquid from the pee, the urine that could short circuit uh, different body monitoring cables and circuits, things like that. Cause he's all hooked up. You know, they don't know how his body's going to be affected going to space. They have guesses, but this is all still so new at the time, you know, nobody knows. So he's all hooked up. They've got his body totally being monitored. And if he takes a piss, it could totally screw up all the electronics that are hooked up to him. And the thing about it is that NASA never really thought that this could happen because uh, Shepard's mission was only supposed to be about 16 minutes. That's how quick it was from blast off flying into, uh, you know, inner orbit, I guess you could say, but in, in space flying outside of the earth's atmosphere and then coming back into the atmosphere would only take a total of 16 minutes. So nobody thought about a human being having to take a piss, but because of all these delays, the man's got to go. There were no space diapers at the time or nothing like that. And eventually they were like, all right, let's turn off all your electronics. You can take your whiz in your suit because you can't get out. You're all strapped in. So he pisses in his suit and then they turn everything back on. And luckily uh, nothing happened in his monitoring system. Everything worked out fine. Uh, and he ended up going off on the launch. So here's what's kind of cool. I know we're taking a little detour here from the Lisa Nowak story. We're going to get back to it. But space diapers is just a real a ridiculous topic. And uh, so 
a lot of decades have gone by and we haven't really advanced space diapers, right? They've stayed very basic since Shepard went. Uh, There's been a few updates, but it's essentially just a very super absorbent diaper. And NASA wants to change that. So they started a new competition amongst designers, private companies, and they want to avoid space diapers. So you can enter submissions for your new technology before December 20th, 2016, and NASA will reward up to a $30,000 reward offer for the three best ideas to replace the space diaper. It's kind of funny that after all these decades, we're still stuck with this very basic idea of a space diaper. So they're coming up with ideas of how to move the liquid and or substances out of the suit and how that would work in space with gravity and things float. It's a very complicated process. You know, you can figure out how to take people to the moon and back. But when they take a shit in their suit, we're not quite sure how we're going to handle it. Anyway, so space diapers, they're super absorbent. Uh, It's all we have now. We're trying to work on a better system. And apparently, going back to Lisa Nowak, this chick was wearing a space diaper so that she could drive from Houston to Orlando without having to stop. She could just take pisses and poopies or whatever she wanted to do in her diaper and just keep going. Now, there's a lot of conflicting evidence of whether this is true or not. Some people, her lawyer says it was not true, and they were her kids' diapers from the hurricane evacuation, blah, 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 two years before. Other people say, no, she was definitely wearing the the space diapers. Like, why else would she have them? Conflicting evidence, nobody's quite sure, because the police didn't actually take pictures or confiscate the diapers. It was just something that the police said they saw in the vehicle. So, I don't really know exactly what happened. Nevertheless, Lisa Nowak is known for being the diaper chick. That's what she became known for, whether it was true or not. She got sucked into it. And one of the funniest things that I heard in researching this, there's it's a very short clip. It's like 15, 20 seconds. I don't even know if it's that long. And it is a CNN anchor. Somebody recorded this off their TV. I guess they thought it was hilarious. So the sound quality is not the best. But it's a CNN anchor talking about Lisa Nowak. And she is telling the story of what happened. And she means to say pit stops. But it really sounds like she says piss stops. So I'm going to play that clip for you right now because I think it's pretty good. Astronaut who attacked a romantic rival is forced to retire from the Navy. Prosecutors said that Lisa Nowak drove from Houston to Orlando wearing NASA diapers to avoid making pit stops. She attacked a woman who was dating her former love interest. Nowak served a year on probation under a plea deal. And by the way, her lawyer denied that she wore those diapers. Kind of sounds like pit stops, right? Then she like corrects herself. She's like, whoops. So Lisa has become a total joke, like I said before, on YouTube, uh, all over uh, the internet, on the media. Everybody has made so much fun of her, and there are endless clips of people trashing her legacy and just totally making fun of her. This one is called The Ballad of Lisa Nowak. It's It's pretty lousy. It's not very good, but it's just to give you an idea of what's out there on the internet just slamming this woman just absolutely 
just trashing her legacy. So take a take a listen to this crappy like sort of rap whatever you want to call it song. Cover up your slamming body with a trench coat and a wig. Slip into some diapers, you know the kind I like. Start up your crazy car, drive 900 miles, make it down to the airport and put yourself on a big old smile. What I'm gonna say now goes against your training as an astronaut. But you fooled the psych test, so I think you can handle it. Let me break it down. You need a hammer, a BB gun, a buck knife, pepper spray, and four feet of rubber tubing. That's right, I said four feet. I mean exactly four feet, baby. Don't forget your latex gloves and your garbage bags. I want you to pay cash. I want you to shake your ass. Captain Colleen Shipman is there. And she's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting. When you get there face to face, you know what to do. I told you, it's not very good. But there are people all over the country making fun of this woman. And that's just one example of many. Here's another one. This is another comedian online that is performing live. And uh, she's making fun of Lisa Nowak playing like a song. And people are just dying laughing at Lisa Nowak's expense. Well, she came from Houston, Texas with pepper spray and deep pens. She drove on to Orlando, but she wasn't making friends. She was a jealous astronaut whose heart had become broken. She had a wig and a BB gun, thank God she was a token. Lisa Nowak, you're not in outer space. You don't have to go a thousand miles without a potty break. This next clip uh, is... It's a YouTube video, and some people decided to mock Lisa Nowak and make, instead of like a Huggies, Huggies is like, you know, diapers, like children's infant diapers, Huggies. Someone decided to make uh, like a parody of it, like a spoof, and it's called Muggies Diapers. And they're based, like Lisa Nowak is like their spokesperson kind of thing. Again, this is kind of lame, but this is all to show you what a punchline this poor woman has become because of these diapers. So I'm going to play you the uh, Muggies diapers commercial right now. People ask me, aren't you ashamed? And I just smile and say, not anymore. Thanks to the fine folks at Muggies diapers. When it happens... You've got to be prepared. NASA taught me that. No matter what life throws at you, be prepared. Whether you're driving from Houston to Orlando or traveling through deep space, Muggies has you covered. We've been shooting this commercial now for 11 hours straight, and I haven't moved from this spot once. Choose muggies. Muggies. When someone else's life depends on it, wear muggies. All right, this next clip is the, like, a a Christmas version or something like that. It's just a short snippet of a pretty horrendous song that somebody made and posted on YouTube to make fun of Lisa Nowak. 
Uh, again, like I said, a Christmas version. So I'll play that for you right now. Breaking news of a spacey woman, Lady Oda, Lady Oda, Lady Who, wanted to kill her fellow rival, Lady Oda, Lady Who. She drove in diapers 900 miles, Lady Oda, Lady Oda, Lady Who, busted in book now facing trial, Lady Oda, Lady Who. A brand new steel mallet and retractable buck knife. BB gun and pepper spray to end someone's life. NASA issued diapers that absorb everything. These are a few of my favorite things. Like I said, it's terrible, awful production. It's not even very clever. But it's just sort of letting you guys know how much is out there on the internet making fun of this woman. There is probably so much more that I was not able to find. I researched it for quite a while, but I'm sure there's plenty deep on the internet that I did not even discover. Now, this is probably the best one that I found making fun of her. It's a song. It's called uh, Space Oddity, Lisa Nowak. And uh, it's, you know, again, a parody of her. And it's this woman singing over a song, and it's just poking total fun at Lisa, like all the rest of the clips you've heard. So I'm going to play that in its entirety. It's a few minutes long, but uh, it really sums up uh, how much people are are making fun of of Lisa Nowak. Lisa, it's time for your medication. Ground control to Lisa Nowak. Don't forget to take your Prozac Drop your pepper spray and put your diapers on Ground control to Captain Noah Surely you must be on fire Better than Joey, but a Fugo. And the papers want to know how could you dare? If you're homicidal, please do something with your hair. This is astronaut to ground control. Maybe I'm extraterrestrial. Though I'm acting in a most peculiar way I am saner than Tom Cruise any day For here am I sitting in my peppers Far from the loo Wearing diapers is it's true, the least I cover my wound. Oh, 900 miles I had to drive. That skanky bitch is still alive. And I wish to outer space I could go. 
But I'll write a tell-all book for lots of dough. Ground control to Captain Noack, you're really touched, you're really whacked. Can you hear me, Lisa, dear? She's somewhere in the stratosphere. Can you hear me, Lisa, dear? Has she just had a nervous breakdown? Or is there a full moon? Her killer instinct is in new. Thank God she did So yeah, I've uh, played a bunch of clips from the internet. People just having a good old time at the expense of our our hero, the astronaut Lisa Nowak, who wore a, apparently a diaper to go attack and kidnap and assault this uh, woman who was a rival of her uh, her former lover. So after Lisa Nowak was arrested, she was eventually uh, released on bail. And she initially pleaded not guilty to the charges, uh, which included attempted kidnapping, burglary, I can never say that word right, burglary with assault and battery. Her assignment to the space agency was uh, terminated in 2007. And on November 10th, 2009, Nowak agreed to a plea deal with prosecutors and pleaded guilty to the charges of felony burglary of a car and misdemeanor battery so they couldn't keep the uh, attempted murder charges and uh, kidnapping essentially so they had to go with some of these uh, the smaller crimes Nowak actually remained in the navy as a navy captain until august 2010 when a naval board uh, decided to unanimously voted to reduce Nowak in rank to a commander and to discharge her from the Navy under other than honorable conditions. Oh, sick burn. You're done, Lisa, they said. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it, guys. It's kind of a crazy story. You can go on Google and find all the stuff that I just put together for you, all these different audio clips and different articles. And it's a pretty fascinating story. I, I remember when this story happened originally. I had actually completely forgotten about it. That's the thing. I'd completely forgotten about it. And I saw an article and I was like, it was like, uh, I think it was like nine years after it happened or something like that. They're like, nine years later, the Lisa Nowak story. And I was like, oh my God. Like that was so far back in my memory bank that I had virtually forgotten about it. But I was like, it stirred up some little memories. I was like, oh yeah. I do remember that, and as I read more about it, I was like, that is hilarious. That is something that I have to share in podcast form and help people either remember it or discover it for the first time because it's it really is just an astounding story. It's 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 ludicrous. It's it's I don't even know what to say about it. So that was the Lisa Nowak uh, story podcast. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, anything like that, reach me at philinterrupted at gmail.com. That's where you can email me. Uh, you can also check me out on Phil Interrupted at Twitter, but I don't use it, so so what? Who cares? Whatever. 
Uh, check us out on CircularLogicStudios.com. You can find Breaking Bad a Check podcast I do, uh, other back catalog of Phil Interrupted uh, podcast. Obviously, if you're listening now, that's how you found it. So, guys, I really do thank you for tuning in. I always appreciate it. I will catch you next time. We're making moves here on Phil Interrupted. Peace out! can't pronounce anybody's names. I can't do it. Oh, I farted. The st- studio stinks.